Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. Hope you're all well. Uh, yesterday, I reported that the uh, a judge had ruled that you can no longer say in your adverts or have a blanket policy that you do not accept tenants who are claiming benefits or, or so-called DSS tenants. And today, I'm, I'm looking today at another uh, probable attack coming up on us uh, as property investors. And that is that the, the government is planning a capital gains tax tax grab on buy-to-let investors as well as other businesses, but it, I think it's it's primarily a kind. I think it's aimed at buy-to-let investors, and this is what experts experts are warning. This could come in the autumn budget. The UK Treasury has launched a what they call a review of tax capital gains tax uh, to ensure that the system is fit for purpose. Yeah, right. Uh, the review is nothing more than finding how they can screw a little bit more money out of us uh, because. Let's face it, we are a soft target, right? When they when they had a tax grab, when George Osborne, old six jobs, George Osborne had a tax grab and took away things like mortgage interest relief on smaller property investors who primarily had the properties in their own name, but looked after the big boys with the limited companies. Uh, and he took away other other reliefs as well and just, just made it more difficult so that a lot of people are paying more tax. You know, what, what did we do? Nothing. Because we're not really an organized group. We're not uh, a group of, say, you know, retired old age pensioners that can sort of rally and and uh, and, and get a lot of sympathy from the, from the public. I mean, you know, most of the public probably hate us already. And, and why, why would they worry if, if the, you know, you landlords and you know, slum landlords and this is what they're going to get taxed, bloody right and all, you know. Um, so we're not we're a group that they can they can hit us with with the tax grab and there's not a lot we can do yes we've got organizations like the nla but come on they're pretty impotent aren't they what are they going to do they probably go to the minister oh can we meet you minister you know they're not going to do anything um if as a group we got together and and did something like saying we're not going to pay tax this year but it's not going to happen is it so they're they're just going to carry on grabbing tax from us and this could come I, i i guess it's it's part of the the move to pay for this <clears throat> multi-million billion pound uh, spending spree that the government's gone on to to save jobs or to, to stop jobs going so quickly. Uh, you know, the furlough scheme and the bounce back loans that they're guaranteeing that, you know, I, I think it's going to be subject to a lot of fraud and, and all these measures that are just costing billions and billions every month. And then it's like, oh, let's spend a billion here. Let's give a billion to schools. Let's give a, a few more billion to the NHS. Let's build a hospital in, in East London, spend millions on that. And you know, all these billions being thrown around uh, have all got to be paid for somehow. And, and that's going to come either through higher taxes or further borrowing that will be paid down the road or printing money. Um, so, I mean, the story is that Rishi Sunak, the, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, the guy that runs the Treasury, has asked a body called the Office of Tax Simplification to investigate how capital gains tax uh, are, are used for, for individuals and smaller businesses. 
And it says here, the review should identify opportunities relating to administrative and technical issues, as well as areas where the present rules can distort behavior or do not meet their policy intent. Uh, they could be looking at perhaps that uh, the capital gains tax is generally taxed at a lower rate than income tax. So maybe they think people are avoiding income tax. And, and he said, I'll be interested in any proposals from the OTS on the regime of allowances, exemptions, reliefs, and the treatment of losses within CGT and the interactions of how gains are taxed compared to other types of tax. So they're looking at um, you know, how, how you might be able to say, well, I won't draw money out of that, that, that situation through income tax. I'll, I'll, I'll pay the capital gains tax. Or it could be that they're looking at uh, losses. I mean, if you've had a loss in a year, you can carry that forward. Maybe they're going to stop that. I don't know. Um, I, I had a situation where I had a loss from a few years ago and, and it was I was able to carry that forward for several years and keep my tax down for several years. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're looking at all these things and I, I think it, it's not going to be good news. They're not going to uh, help us to pay less tax. It's going to be more tax. And, you know, everybody knows they're going to do it. But if they put a couple of penny pence on income tax, everyone will be, be in uproar. But they can hit people like, uh, property investors, because you know who cares about them really. So, so, so that's coming in in the autumn, and uh, and and he says, I mean, he mentioned reliefs and losses, uh, and it, and I, I just think it'll be higher tax bills for us. Uh, and and cap, capital gains are basically a, a tax on profits. Uh, the rates are set at ten percent for basic income taxpayers, twenty percent for higher rate and additional rate taxpayers, but 18 and 28% where gains relate to residential property. And you get a, a, an allowance of something like 12,000 in, in, in any given year uh, before you start paying the tax. This could apply to making money on shares as well, or selling a business, or uh, you, know, you start a business, you work hard for many years, you pay your income tax, you pay all the rest of the, the VAT and everything else that you're registered for, and, and you pay you collect tax on behalf of the government on, on PAYE and national insurance. And then at the end, if your business goes up in value, they say, well, we, we want a piece of that. Thank you very much. You've worked very hard. So we're going to take a piece of that business. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's fair. I think it stifles uh, hard work and uh, ambition, really. Uh, they, they should keep that tax as low as possible. And, you know, the more you put up tax, the more people do to, to avoid tax. And, uh, you know, as I said, there are 2 million uh, buy-to-let investors. Nobody really cares about them. Um, and, and many of them are not big investors. They tend to be smaller investors, mo most of them, I'd say, uh, who might have, there might be an accidental landlord. They might have one or two properties because they don't trust the pension system anymore uh, because the pension system is completely broken anyway. So they think, well, I'll buy a property, pay that off over the next 20 years, and then use that to, to draw income in my retirement to supplement my old age pension, state pension, which may not be there, or maybe it'll be pushed back. It has already been pushed back to 67. I think eventually the government will have to push that back further so that we'll probably all be working into our 70s before we can draw a state pension. Why? Because there's no there's no fund there. There's no fund with my name on it saying, this is your little pot of money, Charles. And when you retire, you're going to get this. No, it's paid for as, as, as we go. So as taxpayers pay money, <clears throat> That, that money is then paid out to, to pensioners. We used It used to be allocated as national insurance. I'm not sure that that completely covers it now. Uh, but, but clearly people are living longer. Uh, people that, uh, 
you know, in, in the past when this scheme was, was put into place after the war, uh, people didn't really live that long in retirement. You'd be lucky to make 70. Now, I, I see people playing golf in their 90s. I see people riding around on bikes and, and going to gyms and doing yoga and Tai Chi in, in their 70s and 80s. And they look like they're going to live for a long, long time. Uh, and good luck to them. But, you know, the longer they're living, the longer they're drawing that state pension, which is not really covered in the original plan when they started paying tax. Because clearly, if you've worked for, say, 35, 40 years, um, the amount of tax, and especially the national insurance is quite small, the amount of tax you've paid in that time doesn't cover, you know, another 30 years in retirement. It, it just doesn't. 25 years or, or 30 years, it won't cover it. Because if you think about the tax you pay, it's, it's not a lot of money unless you're a really big earner. And, you know, when you started work, maybe in if a pensioner nowadays has started work in the in the 60s, uh, what, what tax would they be paying? The average wage was probably a 10 or 20 pounds a week. You know, that, that bit of tax they paid then can never really cover, you know, the, the, the 100 pound a week that they're drawing now on a state pension. Or it won't cover uh, if they're in a, um, a government linked uh, final salary scheme that is not there's, there's no fund there like the NHS. You know, when a nurse starts work in, in the 1960s or 1970s earning, you know, a, a couple of thousand pounds a year, the tax they paid on that is no way going to cover their final salary when they retire now. And let's say they're retiring on 50,000 pounds a year now and they get a pension of half of that, 25,000 a year. And then they're going to draw that with index linking and inflation for the next, say, 20 or 30 years. You know, that, that fund is worth is worth over a million. They've never paid a million pounds in tax over their lifetime. So what I'm saying is the system is, is basically broken and it relies on new workers coming through to keep paying for these the, these pension schemes of, of state earners and, and people who, who work for the state, which is probably about half the, the working population. So it just doesn't, the figures just don't add up. And that's why the government have, have, have moved up the pension age for women uh, and, and some feel unfairly. Men now at 67. You know, you look at the, the and, and in addition to people living longer, countries in the West have got falling birth rates. Uh, you know, Japan, uh, UK, France, Germany, Italy, all got falling birth rates. And and really, it's it's the immigrants coming in, that the younger ones that are, are probably going to pay for the pensions of people that are retiring. So as always, I'm going to stop immigration. But if you do that, you know, you're not going to get any young people, you're not going to get enough young people. You know, we've actually got quite, quite a serious problem with, with falling birth rates and people living longer. And the fact that these, these state schemes are, are, are just not, there's no fund there. Because when they started these schemes in the war, they probably had three or four people working for every one retired. Now it's probably more like, uh, you know, two, two to three people working for everyone retired. In a few years time, it's going to be two or even one to one. Well, that doesn't add up because, you know, your tax you paid, it also covers things like education, the health, you know, the the the, the, the infrastructure we see around us, uh, policing, uh, you know, all the security and uh, and all these things that, you know, keep the country running. That was to be paid for out of taxes. So the tax you paid, it's just not enough to cover all these pension schemes. And people are not saving enough towards pensions in, in private schemes. No way. You know, in a private scheme, you'd, you'd need to... I was a financial advisor for many years. I've written a book on money called 
yes, money can buy you happiness. And and I know that people were never saving enough into their pension schemes if they had to rely on it themselves. Yes, we've got the uh, the work-based pension scheme now, but that's only a pittance what, what's going in there. And the fact that scheme is just a money purchase scheme. So it all depends on the fund growth in the future and what's left in that fund and, and what that pension will buy you. It's not a final salary scheme. It's not a defined benefit scheme like you would get if you worked for your local authority, the government, or you're an MP or policeman, fireman, nurse, or whatever, doctor. You know, they've got a, a cast iron, gilt edge, uh, final salary, defined benefit scheme that the rest of us don't have. If you just put a money into a personal pension scheme or a work-based pension scheme, you're relying on the growth within that fund to, to actually provide you with your pension. So if if the share value goes down as it has, you know, this year, you know, your fund is going down and, you know, you've got to work that much harder. So what getting back, I'm making a long point about this, but getting back to this, a lot of people have invested in, in buy-to-let properties to supplement what they see as a broken system. In addition, Various chances have, have had tax grabs on pensions as well, starting with Gordon Brown. Took a five five billion a year pension tax grab from pensions, from pensions, people's retirement funds. It was all slipped in quietly in the budget. No one said a word about it. Uh, so, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I've chosen to buy to let to, to buy buy to let property because I feel that I, I can do something with that and I, I can uh, use that to supplement my retirement income. But but. The government have very much pulled the rug from under our feet in a way because they've stopped tax relief on on the mortgage interest, which is is a commercial loan at the end of the day, and uh, and that that was wrong, and and they've just made it more difficult, more legislation, um, and and now this pro- possible higher capital gain. So if you sell a property, you know you could be hit with higher taxes. But there are ways of of legally getting round uh, paying capital gains tax. And and paying other taxes in properties in, in the way you structure things. I'm not saying you, you you've got to pay tax. You 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 shouldn't evade tax. You can avoid tax legally. And and one way is is not to sell the property. You know you can keep drawing off from the property without actually selling it. It's only when you sell it you're creating that that gain. Uh, giving it away doesn't help. If you give it away to your children or grandchildren, that that creates a a tax event. But there are lots of ways of investing in property that may not just don't involve don't just involve buy to let properties so if you're interested in any of those just drop me a line charles at charleskelly.net I'll, I'll put you in touch with some courses um there is there is a seminar uh, on the also this weekend on the 19th e-commerce cash flow if you want to know how to to make money from e-commerce things like amazon trading or maybe turning your business into uh, uh an online shop uh then, then just drop me a line on that so I look forward to hearing from you on that and and thanks for all your your comments. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 